three, two, one. Jackass. You were wrong. What were you doing? What? I, I had a bottle of acetone in my hands. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm just okay. going to burn the fingerprints off my fingers so they can't find me. Honey? All right, ready? Ow! Cheers. Cheers. Drink. Oh, it's bad. There we go. Interesting. It's not bad. I like it. I enjoyed it a lot. It's like a... Yeah. It's a, a good sour. Yeah. But without it being right. like overpowering, so... Yeah. I, can, I can't do sour things. I can't do super sour things. Yeah. I like sour things. I love lemons. Um, uh, and this is now a Fruits versus Vegetables uh, podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Booze and Broadway. I'm Nathan. How are you doing? I can't hear you. It's episode 36. You should know this by now. Um, we're going to get... Listen, I'm going to get so many things wrong tonight. I just know it. I feel it in my bones. Oh, absolutely. Um, so please donate to the This Rounds on You um, fund so we can get some more drinks up in here. And then um, there's the contest. Don't forget about the contest. I'm so excited for everybody. We have somebody coming for the number one spot. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens by the end of the season. It's, it's gonna be me. very interesting. It is not. <laughs> so. You answered that so fast. Like you couldn't even just like let me live in the lie. Like I couldn't no. even step into the lie. Much less. Have you ever? It. Have you ever let me live in a lie? All right. And with that. <laughs> Would you like to slate for this episode? <laughs> oh. Hi, everyone. Uh, I am BJ Sawyers. I am co-host, co-guest host 36. Um, and we are doing Bear, a pop opera. A pop opera. A pop opera. A pop opera. <laughs> if only it had. Um, Would you like to talk about the drink of the week? Because this was suggested by you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This drink is called uh, Teacher's Aid. Uh, it is a Brut Rosé wine with uh, cran apple juice and a splash of ginger ale. Yeah. It's really it's delicious. It's not bad. It's really it's good. Not as, it's not as sweet as the things I usually drink, but I'm here for it. I would like to very quickly put a trigger warning on this episode for self-harm. So if, yes. that's, not, if that's not for you, please skip and we will not have any bad feelings. Um, I, I mean, I will, but like, I understand. BJ. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's Cut rude. It. Keep it in. Cut it. <laughs> so, um, okay. So, oh, I want to do a little listener shout out, um, to our friend Candace in Canada. We, we had a nice little chat the other day on our Instagram. It was super nice to... Talk to somebody that I didn't know or know through a friend. So it was actually really cute that she reached out. So I hope you're doing well. And I hope the people that uh, are at work with you aren't mad that uh, I keep screaming. Broadway's coming back. Yeah, it is. Look at I'm that. so excited. And you just can't hide it. BJ, what are you excited to see? Uh, we are happy for the queens to return from six. That's Absolutely. always a good time. They'll finally get their opening night. Though, I did read somewhere that when they go back, they will go back to previews. They're not immediately opening. Yeah, which is so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Funny. Somebody, so, I don't know if I've expressed harsh opinions about Music Man coming back on this podcast. Um, 
But the other day, I posted, a, I tweeted a picture of Sutton Foster and Hugh Jackman in rehearsal. And I tweeted it and I said, shut Broadway back down. <laughs> because who asked for the 19th production of Music Man on Broadway? I'll wait. Okay. Right. Let's get into this. Let's do it. We're talking about Bear. A pop opera. Later changed to Bear, the musical. Because the gays wouldn't leave the title alone. <laughs> they wouldn't. No. Um, it is a rock musical by Damon Intrabartolo. 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 Come on, ma'am. <laughs> a fifth time. Damon Intrabartolo. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> so, we did it, Joe. Lyrics by John Hartmere. Got it. One go. I'm proud of you. Huh? One go. And book by the... Okay, and the book was written by the two aforementioned people <laughs> 11 seconds ago. My mic was like, you know you're loud, right? Okay. <laughs> it premiered at the Hudson Theater in Los Angeles in 20... 2000? <laughs> I was like, 20 zero, zero? Is that what you were going to say? 2000. Um. Also known as the year 2000. 2000. Um, so. Golly. How did we get to episode 36? BJ, this is your episode. You tell me about this show. I'm, I'm over. <laughs> Uh, well, it was directed by uh, uh, Kristen Henge. Ooh, absolutely. Um, okay, uh, so other things to know, it had its Canadian premiere in 2009 at the Hart House Theater in Toronto. Um, and then it also had a Sydney premiere. Um, it's also been done in the Philippines. Come on, Philippines! Um, so let's talk about some of the themes in the show. Oh, God. So, we have a whole theme of, like, self-worth and, like, what we are and, like, what we owe our parents. Nothing. We owe them nothing. Um, uh, religion. Sexuality. It's gay, y'all. It's actually gay this time. It's, it's actually gay. It's not me. It's not m me making it gay. For once. Okay, first of all, everything's gay, and I'm just pointing it out. And you know what? I agree with you. And that's why we have tens of listeners. L are you ready to talk about the cast? Let's talk about the cast. The cast. Well, do you want to talk about the theme some more? Yeah, go for it. It, it is about religion, but I think more importantly, it's about religious oppression and religious trauma. Um, yeah. Like... Especially, like, being an adult and having to live through things that that this show talks about. I feel like you and I very uniquely can relate to a lot of this musical. Um, it's wild. It's, it's, there's, and then there's, like, themes of, like, parental expectations and the negative connotations they have on their children. Um... 
there's uh, themes about um, <laughs> heavy drug use in teenage years. Oof. Um, Which I avoided. There, but yeah, I, there's there's a lot of themes in this musical that I think are so important to talk about. But my biggest critique of this musical is that I don't know if it talks about them in a coherent and concise manner. It th- doesn't. I'm going it, to... Well, I mean, it doesn't, because like that was like their biggest criticism. I was watching this this afternoon, because while we do not condone them, we thank everyone for the bootlegs that we are able to finally watch shows. Who what slime tutorial? Uh, the one with Michael Arden. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like the the 2004 recording. Mm -hmm. But the pacing of this is absolutely horrendous. It's insane. It's, it's, it's sung through, but I'm begging for them to, like, take a scene in between at least every other song to, like. Just give me something. To get into, like, what we're trying to talk about. But it literally reads like album, like a, like an album. It reads like songs, song listings. That's how the, the musical goes. Yeah, and it's it's jarring if you're not expecting it. Oh yeah, but I think they should have fleshed it out. I agree. Well, and then they did change it to like bear the musical. Correct. So, and uh, because bear the pop up got a lot, a lot of backlash. About like the ending, and the irresponsibility of certain themes in the musical, um, but even then, I think Bear the Musical is still not the best because they wrote out like characters and things like that, and I'm like, okay, well, then, like, what's the point? Um, yeah, but here we are. Let's talk about actors. Let's talk about actors. Yeah, that's the next thing on my list. Um, so we've got. Peter is played by Michael Arden. We all know Michael Arden. We've talked about him before on this podcast. He was Quasimodo in Indeed. A Hunchback of Notre Dame. Uh, he also directed the Once on This Island revival that I love so much. And he directed the Death West production of Spring Awakening. It's the only Spring Awakening production I've ever found interesting. It's because it's good. What? I'm I'm right, and I have every right to say it. You you're right. I just that, that's why I just said oh, okay. Jason Devillo is played by uh, John <laughs> John Hill, and this is Not the Jason Devillo. <laughs> Ivy is played by Jenna Lee Green, who is Libby in Spring Awakening, and she also played Nessa Rose in Wicked. And let me tell you. I would have watched the shit out of her playing Nessa Rose. Nessa. Dr. Dillamond. <laughs> and fuck boy. <laughs> Nadia is played by Natalie Joy Johnson. Enid Hoops! Correct. I did not know that until mm-hmm. I started yep, researching. Yep, 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 yep. I love it. Also, we love Annie Hoops. We stand Annie Hoops in this house. Oh, absolutely. Shout out to Annie. Um, but not the show. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, 
Matt Jesus never. Matt Lloyd was played by Aaron Lore. I thought you were gonna say Tibet, and I was like, no, it wasn't. It sure wasn't. Um, Sister Chantel, uh, played, best character. What'd you say? I said best character. One hundred percent. She's the only reason I would have stayed and watched this production. Oh, absolutely. Like hands down. Uh, is played by Ramelda T. Benjamin. Uh, she also has a secret role later in the show. Um, Claire is played by Caitlin Hopkins, who was in Batboy. And the priest is played by Jim Price. Uh, the priest or Jim Price? Yes. Well, not Jim Price. I'm sure he's lovely. But the priest, for sure. Okay, so the question of the century that I've known the answer to. Who would you be? Oh, Sister Chantel. Absolutely, 100%. Like, like if, like, I, like, I would actively punch the other actors auditioning for Sister Chantel so that I could have the role. BJ, I don't think they would read other people if they saw you come <laughs> in. All I've wanted since I was a small child is to be a black nun. Just let it happen. Sister Chantel. Uh, uh, Dolores. S Sister Mary Claire. Yes. Dolores. Dolores Van Cartier. A third example. Me. <laughs> a black nun. Me. Who sings. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. Imagine my shock and surprise when my mother was like, you can't be a nun. You're a boy. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, also, nuns don't sing like this. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, full mind blown. Just like, gone. Whoa. <laughs> literally, literally, it's the fucking uh, Mr. Krabs meme. Poor little baby Where he starts BG. panicking. Oh, the, the blurred, the blurred world. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's literally me. That's going to be me in about ten minutes after I finish this story. No, no. It's literally only Sister Chantel or Bust for me. Absolutely. I lied. The mom. <gasps> the mom is not a bad role. Uh, it's either Sister Chantel or the mom. That's all I want. Full stop. Full stop. Period. Who do you want? Thank you. Um, so... <laughs> I do. I do. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna drag this out to see how long until he says something. I thought you were about to change the subject, and I would have just sat there and not responded. <laughs> um. So, so, because my parameters are whatever the fuck I want them to be, Sister Chantel, or realistically, I would like to be Peter in this show. All right, we've put this off as long as possible. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's hold on. Wait, let me finish this because then I'll be one drink down. Oh. Okay. Here we are. Uh, let's stumble through. <sighs> the stumble through. What happens when I try to get up after we record this podcast? <laughs> exactly. There's a theme to this podcast. A bad one, but there's a theme. <laughs> okay. Blackout. We're in a church. Church, wedding bells, church bells, amen, or something close to it. And the priest says, I want to welcome you all back. I hope Christmas was very nice. I hope you had fun. I hope you ate your little chips and your candies and stuff for Christmas. Um, We're going to celebrate the three wise men to pay homage to baby Jesus. Um, also known as the holiday of Epiphany. Come on, Epiphany! 
Um, and I want you to imagine what it must have been like. To, I will not. They had to walk everywhere. Okay, here's my... They had, they had camels. This is my question. They said that they would know where they were going once they arrived. That, because their journey rested entirely on fate. They said... Mama, the angel said, follow the star. They knew where they were going. Correct. So he's just lying. Okay, so imagine... Well, his, he's a man. So. Seniors, you're coming to an end of your time at St. Cecilia's. You lived together, studied together, and most importantly, smoked pot together. Um, and prayed together for strength on this journey. So let's pray. Come on. Well, little baby altar boy, baby, uh, uh, baby Peter. You said baby Peter. I did. Uh, <laughs> he's there and everybody goes, why are you in here? Why are you here? We know you're queer. You're a liar. You're a sinner. You're a saint. I would not be the same. You're welcome. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. You're <laughs> He likes my brother. God is watching you. You can't hide. But much like that Carrie Underwood song where she lost her husband, this is all a dream. <laughs> You know, I think my internet's bad, and I have to go. Um, I can do this by myself. Don't worry. <laughs> um, so yeah, they he just freaks out because he's like, "I'm gay, and I'm being condemned." So it's just this whole thing of just feeling guilty in a place you know you're not welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's also it's a secret. Yeah, secret secrets aren't fun unless you are a part of one. So. Baby, sometimes secrets are not fun to be a part Ooh. of. And that's something we learn as adults. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> and we'll unpack that in therapy. Mm, Rachel. So, Claire, <laughs> his mom, Peter's mom, calls, quote-unquote calls, and she says, nope, she stands up. She stands up in fake church, because this is a dream. This is dream church. They're in church, but this is dream church. Yeah, it's very dream sequency the way everyone's singing. Yeah, to Peter. Yeah, and she's like, "We're gonna we're gonna read a story of how, despite the best efforts of a single mother, a child can go horribly, horribly wrong." And she says, "For his eighth birthday, Peter asked for an easy bake oven. His father asked for a divorce, which is a BJ line if I've ever heard one." Without a doubt. How are you gonna double roles in this show, BJ? I I don't know. I can do it. I can pull it off. No one asked you to. <laughs> that, that's not, that's not Correct. what I said. So uh, she sent him to a Catholic school and he met his roommate Jason and she could was like, okay, great. I'm not going to have grandchildren. I'm going to get ambiguous Christmas cards from South Beach. Okay. So he's just like, there's a fake funeral and he's like, am I the one who's dead? Who's dead? Is it dead? Is it me? And the priest is like, Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Is it me, Jesus? <laughs> okay. So he runs out and he's he's Hail Mary until the cows come home. And he's poor thing. Jason, no, not saying. You don't do that. I said poor no. thing. 
I'm sorry, I sure don't do Hail Marys. So he, Jason, they're in the locker room. Jason has a basketball. One of the few songs I really do like in the show. You and I? Yeah. So you and I. Yes. So Jason comes out and he he's very cool. He's very sleek. He's very, like, most popular boy in school. And um, he goes, hey, little boy, would you like a ride? A lollipop, a puppy. He's hitting on Jason. Peter. Jason's Peter. Jason has hitting on Peter. <laughs> Hello? Jason is hitting on Peter. Yes. Um, and he goes, he goes, should, let's fuck in the locker room. And he goes, no, thank you. My mom, she said, never talk to strangers. So he kisses out of the question. I'll take a chance. And so, like, then, they're, like, very intimate, very close, very about to kiss. And then people start coming out and they're like, Jason. And he's like, oh, hey, yeah, what's up? And he, like, puts on the persona of this is what people know me as. It's very hard in high school to feel like you need to show face and and live up to it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, but it does. It does. Matter. It does. <laughs> right, right, right. It doesn't matter to adults. It doesn't matter to a teenager. It matters. Yeah, because you, they're the ones who have to survive through it. Yeah. So, yeah. But, Jason. Perception's a bitch. Honey. 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 So, honey. Honey. <laughs> so, Jason, he's, he sings, You and I, you take my hand, leaving me breathless. Take a look in these big blue eyes and you'll understand. And you'll know why we whisper... And you'll know why we whisper in the hallways. I'll be with you always, running together, forever, you and I. And he's like, hey, I, like, actually like you. Uh, oh, and Peter says, hey, how about you come audition? There's Romeo and Juliet is happening in our school. Uh, why don't you, why don't you come audition? And he goes, yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. I have basketball, baseball. And he goes, you've never mentioned baseball. You haven't, you, you haven't played since we were 12. And as for acting, it's not my thing. It's obviously, it's something else. And Jason goes, I don't act. And Peter, one of my favorite lines in this whole sh song, says, I think we're the best at this school has ever seen. Well, there it is. So he's like, you know what? You do you, bugaboo. And I'm, I'm going to go audition, but I told you where I'm going to be, so... Yeet skirt, I'm out. Yeet skirt. You never loved me, Mom. Me, Mom. <laughs> so, we get Roll of a Lifetime. Where is this? Ugh. We get this? You want to talk about it? No, no, this is you. Like, this is you. You get Roll of a Lifetime. Wow. Um, ev ev <laughs> wow. everything's in... Wow. wow. So everything's an act, uh, and he just assumes, he assumes the role of what people expect of him, and so that's what he puts on, uh, and he plays it perfectly. He knows the risk he takes of them being together, um, and he knows what, what would happen if people were to find out. Um, and so it's just like, hey, I, 
God. He kind of, like, starts talking to God. And he's like, I need your guidance. Tell me what it all means to, like, to live in a life where I'm lying and I don't know what to make of it. Because, like, I am happy, but, like, I want more. Um, because he feels complete with him. And when we're alone at all, it all makes sense. Ugh. So. So, he's just like, he basically is just like, I want a boyfriend. Yeah, I, it, that's what it, the song really boils yeah. down to. Well. And that he wants it to be Jason specifically. Yes. Okay, so cut to the pacing. Well, y'all, these aren't songs into scenes. These are songs into songs. The songs into songs. It literally is like the songs tell the narrative. Mm-hmm. It is a. It is a musical concert. Is the way I, like the way I described it earlier. Is like it's literally like, if you're looking at I'll the track listing for an album. When I tell you that I will rage quit this podcast Absolutely. right now. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at a compass, what? I'll never forget it. And I'll never forget or it. Or forget it. <laughs> So we're at auditions. We go right into auditions. We are at auditions. And everybody's auditioning to be in Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. Now here's the thing. Nadia wants to be Juliet. But yes. she's a big girl. She is a big so, girl. Yeah. And in high school. That matters apparently. It shouldn't to teachers. Correct. It should not to teachers. Yeah. It shouldn't to anyone. When? But good luck telling a teenage girl that. Um, but then that goes into like society reinfor- like reinforcing the skinny ideal and blah 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 blah. blah. But um, honestly, I think personally, vocally, Nadia should have been. Yes. Juliet. And that's what I'm, that's all I'm gonna well, say about. Yes, it. well, that's and that's the whole point it. of Nadia being at auditions is that she should have been Juliet. Um, Correct. So Nadia and Ivy both audition for Juliet. Ivy is worse. Um. Okay. So <laughs> Sister Chantel, who is in charge of these auditions, is like, I think I've seen all I can see. Stand, Stand in, here. in here. And um. Uh, she goes, I have a, she's like, I have a Romeo, the rest of you, listen, is, we'll work with what we got. Jason comes in and auditions and has a really good audition. And Matt's like, um, I'm sorry. Hello, I was auditioning for Romeo and I was going to be Romeo. And Jason's like, I'm just auditioning. And so, uh, Sister Chantel says, you know what? I'm going to go, I'll make my decision, and I'll be back. Bring back my girls. So, um, everybody's like, oh my gosh, you were so good, Jason. Okay. So, uh, and they're like, hey, by the way, we're all meeting at Tanya's, uh, in Tanya's room on Friday night. And Jason's like, oh, I'll be there, cool, whatever. Um, so, Chantel comes back and goes, I'm going to announce the cast list, and I don't want any drama until the first rehearsal. You all did very well, and everybody's guaranteed a part. Uh, and the principals are as 
this. Nadia gets the nurse. The nurse. And Nadia goes, surprise, surprise. And Chantal goes, I said no drama. Or you're going to need a nurse. Yes, sister. Yes, sister. Um, so Peter gets Mercutio. Um, uh, Matt gets Tibble. Romeo goes to Jason. Juliet gets Ivy. Um, and, and Tanya Garrett, who does not matter any more than this scene right here. She's like, Nothing. Lady Montague. Mm, oh, no, no, sorry. She goes, and Lady Montague goes to mm, Diane Lee. Does your father have a camcorder? She goes, yes, sister. And she goes, you get Lady Montague. Um, which I think is so fucking funny. So... But completely accurate for high oh, school musicals. Oh, absolutely. We're going to record this once. It's against the law, okay? Um, so... <laughs> So, Peter calls his mom, and he's like, Mom, we got into the show. Also, do you want to say hi to Jason? And she's like, uh, no. And he's like, okay, well, we're gonna, we're gonna go, so, bye. Okay, so, Nadia and Jason talk to, oh, 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 and the mom says, Peter, your father will be there, I promise, and I love you. I love you and I like you. Um, so... Uh, Nadia and Jason talk about, uh, how their parents are way too busy to even notice them. They're twins and they have the same birthday. It's their birthday and, uh, they get money and we find out that Jason has gotten into Notre Dame. Huzzah. Yes. So, he's a legacy. We get plain Jane fat ass. Would you like to talk about this song? Arguably, arguably one of the better songs. It is. In the it's a good song, and I um, would pay so much money to watch your sister sing this song. And I, I hope that doesn't come oh. off as a slight, but like I would love to see your sister play Nadia. Oh, oh Ashton would have slayed Nadia. I think absolutely. Um, also, shout out to Ashton because she does listen to your. Podcast. Yes, she does. Um, she, uh, she uh, talked to me in Starbucks. Did she threaten? Does she threaten you like she did no. me? Because <laughs> I forgot what musical it was. She was like, if you and Nathan do this musical and I'm not included, I will come down Oh there. my gosh, tell like, her to let me know. She's going to hear this and she's going to message you. Um, but no, my oh my god, to see Ashton do Plain Jane Fatass, amazing. So, Plain Jane Fatass, as a song, um, is about a girl being told her whole life that she is literally as the title says she's plain and fat and how she deals with that um that rhymed it wasn't supposed to um but it's interesting because like it's funny uh because she makes jabs at herself um but also it's she makes jabs at other people while doing it. So it's not only self-deprecating. Um, so that's nice. Um, but lyrically, it's just so funny. Like, she talks about um, uh, mothers warning their children and because she swallowed Jenny Craig whole. Like, it's just, like, it's so funny. Uh, but again, also, like, how many people know who the hell Jenny Craig is at this day right. and age? I'll wait. Um, <laughs> the year 2000. Um, I'm old. Um, so, 
it's it's a, I think overall it is a pretty fun positive song. Um, it's, it's really not. Um, I don't I don't I don't really know what else uh, is really to sing about it. But like basically it's. to talk about plain Jane fat ass and well a, it's and like a, you said it's about her coming to terms good. with like who she is and she does have confidence and it it is we see this very confident girl who knows who she is have a moment of like this does get to me because she has the line um I know a girl full of confidence. Yes, whenever she's full, she's a confident yeah. girl. Which, mind-blowing, because relatable. Um, I just think... It's a very interesting look into the teenage girl mind about what it's like to be fat. Yeah. And a teenager at the same time. Mm-hmm. And because obviously it's not something that I like, I can uh, understand being a guy, and you know, <laughs> years old. Um, so, um, of an indeterminate age, <laughs> a sensible seventy-four. It's just so interesting to me because, like, it's something that like I didn't experience in growing up, but I watched it right. growing up. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Uh, so, like, I understood it. Enough that I can vibe yeah. with it. Um, which I liked. But, like, man, this song really makes you feel for Nadia, though, because you're just She's like, a damn. Good character. You're, you're, you're a good kid in a shitty yeah. world, man. That's tough. That's tough shit. But, like, I promise you. It gets better. Is it storming outside? I would never tell a child it gets better. I would never. <laughs> so we we go right into Wonderland, and it's Ivy's birthday next week, and Matt wants to get her something, and Nadia goes, "How about an STD she hasn't had, please?" Nadia is like queen of one liners. Like it's so good. She's she loves oh, yeah. the zinger. The zinger mountain mouse. I also I also love zinger mountain mouse. Um. Um. So they're all planning a surprise party, and. Lucas says, hey, um, I sell drugs. Do y'all want to buy some? Because we can go to Wonderland. And not the Wonderland that Kate Chindle was in. Um, and so we talk about, uh, G and K. Uh, and basically like how drugs affect you. And it's like, oh, this is great. But if you do too much of it, you will die. So, yes. don't do too much of it. Okay, g- great. Cool. Um. This is a plot device. That we'll use later in the show. Oh, toodles. Oh, act toodles. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Just kidding. A girl gets hit by a bus at the beginning of act two. And that bus like... was me. So. <laughs> I told her to move, and she didn't. Here um, we are. So, Peter and Jason are in their room, and he's like, hey, can I wear your... Jason's like, can I wear that shirt? And he's like, 
Oh, um, okay, I guess. And he's like, yeah, um, but, uh, I'm sorry. Peter asks for a shirt. And Jason says, yeah, but I don't think you'll be wearing it for long. The absolute brazenness. Kids don't talk like this. Sure. High schoolers aren't like spit on my hole. Like, they're not like that. <laughs> do they do that? I know everybody's like, okay, Nathan. Okay. No, 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 no. I, I feel like it depends on what era of high school you're talking about. I'm talking about, about seniors. Oh, then yeah, for sure. I never... T- Seniors are basically they're they're I baby never adults, man. Like that. Here's the thing, Nathan. Okay. You let me know about myself, BJ. Go. Hydrate. I'm going to. Now breathe. <laughs> Lubricate yourself. Um. Basically, no. Like you, I feel like you had a very. Um. I wouldn't say sh- sheltered. I was like, I don't think sheltered is the word I want to use. I don't, I don't think your upbringing was sheltered. Um, I didn't, I there, didn't have. There are other words for it. Um, I think, I think that your worldview was glossed over for oh, a yeah. long time. Oh, yeah. And so I think, I think that you think people were more innocent than they were. Oh. Um. I, th- I think I think teenagers were faster than you thought they were. The setup to this song is Ivy and Nadia talking before Matt gets there to pick them up. And um Ivy is wearing I think she's like wearing a midriff or something like that. And Nadia oh, goes, yeah, yeah, Oh yeah. my god, you can see your belly, your belly button. button. I was she was like I was concerned we hadn't seen it for hours. Yeah. Um and she was like, and uh, Ivy turns to her and says, does it look good? I don't have the same privilege of you as having it stick out so far to see it. Um, basically calling Nadia extremely fat, um, which is a big blow to Nadia's self-confidence, which is when she turns around and attacks Ivy again by calling her a whore, um, which is a common theme in this musical, um, which... Is a secret to a war used later. Yes. Um, so... Matt does come eventually and pick them up, yes. But uh, he's like, all right, Nadia, are you coming? And she's like, no, I'm staying at home. I'm having a quiet home, at home, alone, a night, a home. A home. (laughs) A quiet night at home. So a quiet night at home, silent night, a holy night. Um, Ma'am, it's anything but that. uh, She's at home. She's at home. This, I relate to this song a lot. Talk about it. I like this song a lot as an adult. Ooh. So, A Quiet Night at Home is like, uh, it's the song about like, um, the excuses that you tell yourself Ooh. to make yourself feel better about not confronting the world at large. Because Ivy basically was like, oh, well, you know, you're fat, so you shouldn't go out and be seen by the world. Ugh. And I was like, well, I, Ivy says, well, oh, well, and then Nadia says, well, I don't want to see the world. I'm going to spend a quiet night at home because, like, I like reading books. I like being by myself because that's better than the world. And I, not you body roll into this. Um, body rolls are really hard. <laughs> Connie. 
Um, but like body roll, it's it's a beautiful song, but it is so sad when you like when you get down to the lyrics. Just um, she's literally talking. She's like, "It's a quiet night at home. It's just me and my good shepherd. It's just me and God on my quiet night at home yeah. because no one else understands what I'm going through." But Mama, that's also every teenager. Every teenager. When I tell you, I thought I was the only one who had it rough. I'm sorry, you thought you were the only one listening to Complicated by Avril Lavigne and crying at night? Mama, we all did that. Okay, I didn't cry to Complicated. I'm with you. I had taste. (laughs) I was like, I had taste. It was I'm with you. Take me by the hand and take me somewhere new. Vocal damage. Don't know who you are, but... Oh, we're not doing the option. <laughs> we need to quit the show. We optioned down. <laughs> Next episode is just a silent episode for two hours. Why did y'all listen to that? You have to option up. If you can, you have to. If you can't, you have to. <laughs> and that's on what? Robin Chin. Um, Take it up the octave, even if you can't. Because, because she's going to actively fight both you and me for saying that. Um, no, I didn't say anything. I said it, and she will Snapchat me about it. Um, I said it, Robin. Take it up. Um, we get to rolling. <laughs> which is a wild song. We're in a club. I have no time for this. It's a rave. And that is. I skipped this song. I skipped this song. I skipped like 18 of the Most. 36 songs in this show. <laughs> no, wait, I spilled my bot. I spilled the bowl. <laughs> In the club. Somebody's wrong with something. Somebody's high. I think Ivy's high. She's rolling. Ivy's she's zooted, baby. To the to the to the skies. She's got a suit on. A zoot suit. <laughs> sure. And Jason says, Are you art thou feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> Peter says, I don't I didn't take anything. I don't need to. Well, Peter tries to kiss Jason, and Jason gets pushed away. Jason pushes him away. Correct. And Jason because they are what? In public. Oof. Bugoof. So, Yikes. Jason goes, I need some air. And he goes outside, and he goes, Peter wants to kiss Jason now that they're outside. I'll keep you my dirty little secret. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, girl. So they sing, they sing Best Kept Secret. The duet no one wanted. The duet I always skip. Best Kept Secret. They, they sing about how they have to... Their lives are in the shadows and they have to wait until the world falls asleep until they can be together. And then... It's literally them saying, hey, our relationship needs to be kept secret because it's better that way. It's them convincing themselves. They're gaslighting themselves. That Yes, they're literally gaslighting themselves into thinking it's better that it's a secret because it's more mysterious and it's just between us and the darkness what happens. That's gross. 
It's that's high school. It's manipulation from society slash family. And that's why I'm single. That's not why. That's not it at all. It's because I'm a heinous bitch, but that's not it here. That is why you're single. Um, but that, that's it. Right the nail on the head. There we go. Uh, Bump that up in the EQ. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> we, honey, we knew. We just ignored it. Um, well, here's the thing. Peter tells Jason he loves him. At I, what point did he think that that was the next step to what he needed to do? Because Jason said, let's keep it a secret. He said, I got this tattoo of your you. face. <laughs> like. Also. Ma'am. Never. Th this is the classic not reading the room. Yeah. <laughs> your boyfriend just told you. I want you to be the side hoe forever, so I need you to keep it quiet. And you said, wait, but I love you. Ma'am. Ma'am. This is the Wendy's. <laughs> you, can't, you can't admit your love to a man, to a fuck boy who does not care about you. Not Nobody here. wants to work. No one wants to admit their love. <laughs> not, not here. You can order a number four and get out. Like, that's what you can do. With or without cheese. So, confessions. It's time to do confessions. Yo, confessions is wild. Kira got high. Alan doesn't recycle. Somebody took too Somebody much NyQuil. Somebody got laid. What'd you say? They take too much NyQuil. They... I per... No, he did. He says, I purposely took too much NyQuil. I took some extra yeah, you're NyQuil. you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... Someone got laid. Uh-huh. Um... Uh, so they, and there was one other secret, but yeah, it doesn't matter. She blinked and it was over. Yes, yeah. that was it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was the it, girlfriend yeah. of the guy who finally got The girlfriend of the guy. Yeah. yeah. So Diane says, I don't think God intended confession to be scary. And the students were like, I want to be forgiven. That's why we go to confession. We're working out some oppression. We have no need for forgiveness because our shit's none of his business. Period. So, Peter asks, Peter and Matt both go to confession. Because Matt saw the kiss. He did. Outside. And that's all it takes, baby. It takes one person. One slip up. And it's out there. And then, and then they're... Let me tell you, I was a messy bitch in high school and elementary school, and sometimes still today. I would have tweeted it. I would have texted you. You would I, have. I, you, I, get, first of all, can I tell you what just first happened? First and foremost, you would have. You I would texted, have texted you the other day, and I was like, "Do you have time for me to tell you something?" Like, At which point I said, "I always have time, so go ahead." Oh, the three I, dots I pop like up. Actively working. The drum line. Yes, yes. Yes. So uh, Peter and Matt go to confession. And Peter says, Can the church be wrong? And Matt says, Can a sin be right? And my question mm. Does this look infected to you? Like. <laughs> and that's why you get out of confession. Yes, absolutely. So. 
that's not why. Um, so the priest says, the church's teachings come from centuries of study. Questions of doctrine are best left to greater minds than yours. Shut the fuck up and answer my question. Just say you don't know. Just say you don't know. But also, 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 the church's doctrine is left to better minds than yours? Then what the fuck are you teaching me for? I'm in your school. Yeah. What the fuck are you teaching me for? And also, don't you want me to continue to study this? Shouldn't Hello? shouldn't I be asking questions? Shouldn't I want to know about the word of God? Shouldn't I want to shouldn't know the I to put this? some Neosporin on this? Like <laughs> Yes. Yes, you should. I, okay. Wash it first. Um, so this is not to say that the church is never wrong, but if you hold to her creed creed. You'll never, Cree Summer, Cree. you'll never find yourself let down. Is there anything else or can I go? I was like, I have a meeting. Okay. So, what? <laughs> can I go? I have a meeting. <laughs> okay, bye. So, we're in a new rehearsal and Sister Chantel says, okay, let's try to put yesterday's rehearsal behind us. New day, new attitude. A three, four. Okay. The two households both aligned. I was just gonna say the important part about the song Confessions other than establishing that the teenagers know that confession isn't really detrimental to your relationship with God I mean unless you are you know a devout Catholic and you believe it is um, in which case that's your own path mama you do you uh, the important part about confession is you get an early on establishment that this representative of the church believes that the word of God is absolute and that there is no no ifs, ands, or buts. There's there's no gray area. It's black it and white. It says this only. is bad. This is and bad. This is bad? If it says it's bad, it's this bad. This is good, and so this is good. This you, is what you should do. It's not up to you to question it. Mm. And that's the important part of the song confessions. Yes. But auditions. Yes. Um, or not auditions, rehearsals, rehearsals. Rehearsals. So all the kids are like, they're singing off key. They're so bad. Sister Chantel says, people, your first note is a C natural. There's nothing natural about what you're doing. Nothing natural about what you're singing. And she says, nothing. please go back to somewhere else. I cannot hear you right now. Um, Which, like, I was listening to it today and I was like, you're such a bad theater teacher. Like, he's like, you need to practice somewhere else because I can't listen to you right now. I'm like, we've been there. That, that's why you should... That's why you should be listening to them because they're bad and you need to correct no, them. No, we all know. But then also, I'm like, not that they would listen to your corrections, so here we are. Yeah. So we get portrait of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. And why she looks so sad and lonely there when she smiles. And why she looks so sad in photographs, absolutely love her when she smiles. This is why there's a disclaimer at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Matt's trying to date Ivy is the overall theme of Matt's life. Hmm? He is obsessed with Ivy. He thinks she's the most beautiful woman in the world, and he wants to appreciate her in a healthy teenage way. Are you being sarcastic? No, I'm being for real. That's... A healthy teenage way was sarcastic, but like... Yeah. He does want Ivy. Like, that's the whole, it's his whole theme for the whole show. Well, he... Yes. So, it is now Ivy's birthday. 
That's fine. Happy birthday, bitch. Happy birthday, bitch. Talk about Happy it. Talk about birthday, bitch. A birthday, bitch used to be what I wanted my birthday song to be. It is the most fucked up song. That's what we all sing when it's birthday. So, well, I mean. I love you. <laughs> they're um, all there to surprise Ivy. They're all there to surprise Ivy, and they're talking about her. Um, and is it Matt or Zach who's excited about, who's, who's throwing it? Matt. Um, Matt. And Matt's the one who's like, thank you guys for, like, coming and helping, like, the surprise party for Ivy. And they're like, yeah, 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 sure, 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 whatever, whatever. We're really just here to have a party. No one really cares if it's about right. Ivy. Um, but, like, <laughs> they, they're they having it at Ivy's, but there's a guy who's literally still in her bed from the night before. Yeah. And Naughty even says, like, the bed's still warm because Ivy never sleeps alone. Sleeps alone. Again, with the zingers. But also slut-shaming. We shouldn't appreciate it. Um, but there's an abundance of uh, drugs and alcohol happening here. Uh, Peter takes pot brownies, and he doesn't know it. The space cakes. Oof. And they're like, should we tell him? And they're like, no. Absolutely not. We won't tell him. This, this was their downfall. Um, so, uh, f- eventually, they all get uh, ready to, like, sing Happy Birthday. Ivy walks in, and they sing Happy Birthday, Bitch, uh-huh. which I don't know if you have the lyrics. I do. That Happy Birthday, Ivy, Please you're the that. ugliest of all. You're the worst and most perverse to Rome Cecilia's <laughs> Hallowed Hall. It's, it's such a, it's such a horrible idea but also the fact that like someone would go through their day to write a song about me and how awful I am, I would thrive. Oh yeah. But like that's just because I am truly evil. So like there's that. So they're at the party. They're all they are now just all having a good time celebrating Kiki and and two people are very very high at this point. That is. Peter, who ate the pot brownies, and Ivy, because that's how they distracted her from finding out about the party, was they got her high. This is important. Both of these are important. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Jason goes outside. Sorry. No, we're not there yet. I'm so sorry. Um, No. We're almost there. We skipped the whole song. So, we go to one kiss. So, Ivy is like, hey, let's make... She goes up to Jason. Because Jade, she's like, hey, I, I like you. I like you. You're pretty. I've always liked you. Let's kiss. And Jason's... There's a fight before this. Ooh, talk about it. At the end of Birthday Bitch. Uh, Peter's yes, high. Yes, he is. And he goes up to Jason and he says, I wish we were back at the rave. Oh, where he, like, where they were, like, kissing. And having a good time. Yes. And, and he's like, I... I wish we could be open. We should tell everyone. He's like, they didn't care. Right. And he's like, and he's like, that was a rave. This is real life. You have to stop. It makes sense. And basically they have a, a fight over telling the mm-hmm. truth. And then it goes into one kiss with Ivy coming over and talking to Jason. And then mm-hmm. continue. So Ivy's like, I like you. You're pretty. I want to kiss you. And Jason's like, you're wasted... And she's like, also, I can kind of see that you're hard. So, 
but kissed. Yeah. Her birthday wish is that she kisses her. He kisses her. Correct. And she's like, grant my birthday wish, and he's like, just one kiss? Okay. Well, here we go, everyone. The I hate men. Why do they? Why do men? If I'm, I don't know, Olaf. Um, so, what was that? Um, my watch telling me to breathe because I'm screaming out, men. Your heart rate is up. Isn't it always? So. We're only in Act 1. Isn't that crazy? All this has happened and we're only in Act so, 1. So they kiss. It's a birthday we'll kiss. We'll cut to Jason and Matt are outside. Peter. Sorry. Peter and Matt sorry, are outside. Sorry, 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 sorry. Generic white man. I understand how it's easy. So, Matt's outside. This, okay, this song, you and I, nope, Are You There? Are You There? was part of my senior showcase, my senior capstone. It wasn't I me. will now sing both parts. <laughs> so, so, Matt is contemplating life. Like, actual life. Do you know? Well, of course you do. What it's like to stand outside to watch the world and wish you didn't hurt so much. You cried. Because he's seeing Ivy like other people and he likes Ivy. Correct. Peter is outside. Do you know? Well, of course you do. What it's like to be afraid that nothing will become of all the plans that you have made. So you watch the girls surround him and he says it's just a game. But I guess that I believe him, but it hurts me just the same. So... They are both upset. Peter, because Jason's with a girl. And, and he doesn't get that same freedom that girls do with Jason. Or at all. Correct. Period. Even if, even if it wasn't Jason, he wouldn't get that same freedom. Yes. Matt. It, poor baby Matt. He just wants what he can't have. So they turn to God. Go. He... It's not that he wants what he can't have. He wants what doesn't want him. Yes. That, that is a much better way of what it is. So yes. they, they both turn, turn to God and they're like, Are you there? Are you there? Do you watch me when I cry? And if it's, oh, and if it's in your power, how can you sit idly by? I've tried so hard to please you, but you never seem to see. Oof. I wish I knew that somewhere out there cared. Cared for me. Cared for me. Okay, so Peter goes, oh no, Matt says, who's out there? Who? He breaks a bottle and he holds it up like a shiv and he's like, who's out there? So <laughs> Peter says, it's me. Hello, sir, it's me. The lights are on. We're inside. No. <laughs> right. This is your, this is your Man, home. this is Wendy's. So he goes, are you okay? Ma'am, this is a Wendy's. You have to order. <laughs> so, um, he goes, hey, here, have some wine. This is holy wine. Father hasn't blessed it yet. Father hasn't blessed In it yet. In that case. Okay, so he goes, why did you leave the party? Oh, I was getting bored. But there's there's also another reason. Because I was ignored. I'm That fucking sucks. Uh, and I always fight to do what's right. And this is my reward. Okay. They ask for they ask God, they're like, um they uh they tell me that you're out there and they tell me that you see. And 
they're just like, listen, I don't understand why you can't just help me. Because if you are all-powerful, why don't you fix the bad things in life? And so they start dancing with each other. It's so interesting. Yeah. But it's also, like, you get the idea, like, oh, wait. They're probably either drunk oh, yeah. or high or both. Peter's definitely so. high. Never mind. Peter's high as hell. He ate, like, three brownies. I think he's able to move as a Okay, one of my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this whole song, he goes, uh, I need to know for sure that you'll be there. And Peter, because he's just, he's, he's gay anxious. He's just, he's in his feelings. He goes, send a sign so that I know you're there, there for me. They just want somebody who has their back. And as of right now, they feel like it is only God. And so they're asking for him, not to prove it, but to prove it. They're, they're boys. They're children. And they're babies. And so Matt, and Matt and him dance, and Peter, high as a kite, leans over and he goes, me and Jason are boyfriends. <gasps> mm. Ma'am. You told him. If I hadn't have left, after the first three songs and how bad the pacing is, that would have kept me in my seat. Just fooling forward. The Oprah, forward, the Oprah gift. On. Where she yeah. closes the book. <laughs> me with my program with the light on on my flashlight trying to... They went way... <laughs> <laughs> Texas Tech! How many songs left until the intermission? Me. Okay. So Matt goes, I'm going to bed. I'll catch you later, okay? Okay. Finally. Uh. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. It's just we so bad. Get, it's just so bad. This woman walks out and she goes, Peter? And he goes, fuck me! And she goes, what a lovely entry. Thank you, thank you so much. Um, And he goes, oh my fuck, it's Diana Ross. And she goes, it sure isn't. But listen. Now I know I got yes, the right one. Yes. It's Sister Chantel, but she's not Sister Chantel. She's the Virgin Mary. She is the so, Mary. She goes. Uh, he goes, Hail Mary, full of grace. She goes, Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Do you know how tired I no, am? Go ahead, go ahead. Don't you know that they've been saying that for 2,000 years and they still are saying the same prayer? And they go, Change is coming, it's coming. And she goes, Now here's the thing I have a message for you. Uh, okay, so she goes, Now where did I put it? All these pockets. Oh, here it is. And she goes, <laughs> Her little. See, can you show these background find... angels who are like the funniest part of the whole show? Easily, uh, the background she angels. Goes, are the you best. shall know the truth, and the truth shall know. Who writes this? Too generic. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just gonna wing it. Mary loves her Look, puns. I saw what you just did, and it seems like the love that dare not speak it named on gone ahead and spoke. <laughs> now the secret's out, and she goes, "You tell one person, and that's that's what we were talking about earlier." You tell one person and everybody knows. Cats now, out the bag. there's a phone call that's overdue to your mother, baby. Gonna call Operator, get your mama's line. Operator, heaven knows it's time. Operator, can you put him through? Someone's got a job through. to do. And she goes, hey, you, not, you have to tell your mom. So you we, need to tell your mom. You need to tell your mom baby, the truth. touch someone. Yes. She goes, stop the lion, stop the drama. Tell the, tell the, the world, drama. but first, tell mama. 
tell you. And she goes, I've read the books, Peter. Oprah picked them. Hey! Maybe that's what I was thinking about Oprah earlier. Um, and she goes, saying, come out when you're ready. Don't talk about it. Be about it. But talk about it. Be about it. This is the only message in this song that I do not agree with. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Or come out when you're ready. Yeah. It, you, you should say come out when you're ready, not don't talk about it. Be about it. Baby girl, people have circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> they can't just come out because right. they want to. I get it. You should live your truth. You should try to live your most authentic truth, but never at the expense of your own life or potential Well, and harm. that's my thing. I like, because when I was younger and I dated my first boyfriend, I was like, come out, come out, come out, tell your parents. And then after that, I was like, that's not my, that's not my journey. That's, that's their journey. Not for you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And that's important to like, I remember the first time I figured out, like, because I remember, because, like, I've never outed anyone, but, um, I remember someone, it happening to someone else, it wasn't you, it was someone else, and I was just like, because I think it was, like, middle school, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And someone was like, oh my god, I can't believe they found out, like, because it was a friend of mine, they're like, the, I, they, I can't believe that my parents find out, they weren't supposed to know, and I was like, oh shit, you really shouldn't tell people unless yeah. it's like... You're ready yeah, to tell Yeah, and so people. this is my message to everybody listening. If you're a young baby, don't don't make your friends come out. If they don't if they tell it. you, don't, you're the only I one they need to know. I know you want to support them. Yeah, they're telling you because you're the you're the lifeline, and that means that you sit there and say, "I appreciate you feeling comfortable enough and safe enough to tell me," uh, and I'm here to celebrate you in that fact. Um, uh, but if you if this is a secret between us, this is a secret yeah. between us, and that's how it's going to mm-hmm. stay. So, period, end of sentence. So, Mary says that, and she goes, "All right, that's it. God bless." And she, he goes, oh, "Well, hold on." And she goes, "Ah, this ain't conversations with Mary." Ah, conversations with Mary. It ain't that. And she goes, "I'm thing, on the title of the schedules. Work, work, work. Safe, safe. So many. But does the head of the first family lift a wing to help? No, just to be telling me, I let you ride the donkey all the way to Bethlehem. I let you ride the donkey all the way to Bethlehem. Ago. I don't know what he has done for me lately. Okay." Now, okay, but she keeps telling the story, and it can't be the greatest oh, story ever told. She's gonna tell it every five seconds. She's talking about why the wise man don't bring me nothing. I know, but I ain't doing nothing. And she goes, uh, "Keep it up." And I know two women about to be touched by an angel. To be touched by an angel. Okay, wait. Can I tell you? Can I tell you? What the first line that I never hear because it kind of like fades into the mumbling under her is them saying, "Of course, there's no room at the end if you're just gonna roll up to it." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny it's so funny because if you sit there thinking like these angels have heard this story oh. every day uh-huh. on it like with that and it's like you know what yeah yeah there's problem there's flaws in your stories and I'm here mm-hmm. to tell you about it but I still think my favorite line is it can't be the greatest story ever told if you're gonna tell it's it so every five you. minutes yes because it's Nathan logic I'm going to tell you the story that you've never heard Contrary to belief, we've heard it seven times. Enough of you. So, the next day we're at a we have oh to father. we have to like actually start getting through this. Okay, so we're at a rehearsal for the show. They're doing it. They start they start rehearsing one of the flights, one of the fights, and Matt and Jason start fighting. Well, Matt calls it. I, this is the word that they use, and I finally get to say it on the show within context of something. He calls Jason a faggot. Uh. Me. 
This ain't public but school. Chantel says, y'all get the fuck out. And so he goes, listen. Peter comes in and he goes, Jason, listen. I saw Diana Ross as an angel. And we have to tell everybody. So come with me home to my mother and we'll tell her. And he goes, what the fuck are you doing? No. And he goes, okay, let's tell her. And she can call my dad and he can kick me out of Notre Dame. And then, oh, or he could just beat the shit out of me. That's probably what I'd put my money on. But no, let's, let's tell your mother. That's great. Are you out of your mind? And he's like, it won't be a problem. And he goes, this will always be a problem. And he's like, what are you saying? And he goes, this has to stop. Okay, so then we get Peter singing Ever After, and he's just like, you know what, this was like a fairy tale that I knew that we couldn't commit to, mm -hmm. but I I held on to something that I shouldn't have held on to. And Peter's like, yeah, that's, that's on you. I, I thought you were going to be my Ever After. Fireworks. And so, and so he goes, you know what? You were my everything. And Jason goes, Peter, promise you won't say anything to anyone. I hate men. Men are the worst. Like, that's what you're worried but about? But you also... But you also have to understand, like, this is the shitty part, is that from Jason's point of view, that Peter isn't taking into account because he's blinded by his emotional attachment. Is that it is quite literally dangerous if someone were to find out about it. Like his fa his father would actively enact yeah. violence on him if he were to find out. And I think Peter thinks, no, Peter has uh, rose-colored glasses. You know, like, he doesn't see. He's like, no, you're family. That'll never happen yeah. to you. And I don't think he realizes that, like, sometimes the world is cruel and mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's a gay he'll figure it out sooner or later um and that's so trauma. we get like a song about mother nature and how the seasons are changing and blah 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 so time is passing it's the end of the semester and ivy comes up to jason she's like hey are you leaving and he's like yeah tonight and she's like are you okay and he's like yeah I'm, I'm fine whatever and she's like hey i'm sorry i threw your myself at you at the party and jason goes it's okay it was like cute Oof. And also in addition to Bagoof, because Ivy says, hey, I meant all those things that I told you. My feelings are real, Jason. Like, I know I say this about, like, a lot of people. I, I know I'm with a lot of people, but you're the first person I've ever felt something with. Um, And he's like, and Jason wow. goes, you want me to kiss you, don't you? And I'm supposed to. And she goes, are you going to? And he goes, am I? And she's like, if you like me, kiss me. Don't stop. I want you Okay. So they... Fuck. <laughs> well, yeah. They go and they have sex with each other. Well, Jason is trying to call his mom. No. Peter, sorry. Peter. Peter is trying to call his mom. Yeah. Because he's alone. So... He's trying no. to call Jason because he feels alone. Sorry. Sorry, 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 Yes, it's not his mom. I was like, that's right, too. Jason's trying to call Peter because he feels alone. He's like, I'm all alone. I, I want to call inside and I want to die. Well, Jason and Ivy are having sex. They have sex with each other. They have sex. End of Act 1. Okay, so Act 2 starts. We're at a wedding. 
Everyone's traumatized. We're at a wedding. Sister Chantel says, it's a wedding, so clap your hands. Boys in the house and the boys can dance. Raise the roof in the name of them. Bring out the wedding bells and give me an amen. Come on. So, we get a wedding for Je Peter. It's Peter's wedding. Peter. And they're like, oh, he's going to marry Jason. Wig, it's to Ivy. It's to Ivy. Listen, so, Sister Chantel says, I can you... What? She, she gets upset. She's like, can we move this along? Because I have my own dreams to get to. This is a dream. She says, Denzel don't wait Honey. for everyone. So, they get married... And the priest says, what God has joined, let no man tear apart. True love is forever. 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 For forever, ever? Yes. So, we're in the hallway. Peter, go ahead. But also, the funniest part the funniest part of that song is when she's like, Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. To bless the union of Peter and Jason. And then the choir, in like double time, is like, do they believe we're going to hear today to bless the union of Peter and Jason? Thank you, choir. <laughs> you're welcome. Like, they're like, it's the funniest fucking thing on the planet. Like, you're just like the backup choir singing in double time. It's, Hilarious. We love it. You love to see it. You so, love to see it. Peter is praying to God for forgiveness. And Jason's like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, I didn't tell anyone if that's what you're worried about. Oh! And Jason's like... Um, got him. He, he goes, I don't want it to be like this. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You you asked You, you asked ordered this, so it was delivered. Amazon Prime, one day shipping. Okay, so yeah. the class ranks have come out. This is my favorite. Because Jason is number one. Matt, once again, comes in second. And somebody says, Hey, I wasn't last. Thank God for, like, Marsha, like, Jamison. And they're like, Marsha was hit by a truck and died. She was hit by... She was hit by... Oh, my God. I thought you were making a Mean Girls reference earlier. She really was hit by a no, bus. No, she was hit by a... She was hit by a bus. She was hit by a bus and died, Lucas. And he's like, a win's a win. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's hilarious. It's so, horrible. Ivy comes up. She's a runner. She's weird. a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> so, I don't know why it had to be like a Golden Age musical. <laughs> like, She's a runner. She's a track she's star. She's going to be on the next train to Hollywood. So, he got, she, she goes, hey, do you have a second? And he goes, yeah, what's up? She goes, I haven't seen you since... Um, I just thought you called me over the break, but you didn't. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I thought you were gonna call me. I got this tattoo of your face. Like, ooh, stage five clinger. Would you say I'm a level seven susceptible? So, um, and so he goes, I should have called. And she goes, things don't last for long. Boys have come and gone, and I've grown accustomed to it. But I thought you, I thought you were damn it. Um, so sorry. <laughs> His name's Fuckboy. You should have known better. And she goes, I needed your, I need your kiss. Because all I was missing was there in your eyes, your lonely blue eyes. So please take my hand. And he goes, um, no. And she's like, you, li listen, no, I know that it's early with us, 
but I want you to know how I feel because I've never felt this way before. Have you? And he goes, yeah, once with a man. Well, uh, she goes, he goes, I think you're a special girl. I really mean that. Um, but I can't, I can't do this. I don't think we should see each other. I have to go. Goodbye. Whoop. Me. Not me. I've never done that to anybody. I was like, what? Well. Well, she sings this whole thing about, like, you touched my soul. That's... Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, we get to a song where Peter is trying to call his mom. And mom, he's like, Mom, I have... And mama, mother, I need to talk to you. There's something you need to know. I'm trying to tell you that I'm gay. And she's like, oh my gosh, how's work? How's school? How are rehearsals? How are everything? Do you need some money? I can bid my use of money. And he's like, super excited for you to go to college. I'm literally trying to talk to you. And he's like, listen, mom, you don't understand. I have to tell you something. And if I don't tell you now, I don't know if I can tell you. Like, I'm just trying to get these words out. And also, it's something that we both know. And she's like, honey, I have to go. I need to take your Nana out to lunch. Uh, I, oh, Cece's Pizza Buffet does not say this. open test seven. So. <laughs> sponsors. <CC's>. So. <laughs> please don't. So. <laughs> so. He's like, Mom, let me tell fucking stop. Let me tell you something. And she goes, Peter, I'm busy. Let me call you later. And he's like, Please, I'm so afraid you'll turn away. Mom, I'm... And she's like, Peter, please, I need a break. Whatever it is, it has to wait. I'm gonna hang up now. I really do need to hang up. And 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 she also says, I can't solve all your problems. He's like, I'm not asking you to. I need you to just know what they are. Yes. Hey, real life. I remember the first time I was going to tell my mom I was gay... We were driving to Dixon. It was just me and her in a car. And I just, like, kept crying in the car. And she's like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. And I never did. That's wild. Okay. So, they hang up. This is some of my favorite writing in this whole show. Because <laughs> the mom goes, so there it is. Claire Claire it is. Because the first time I heard it, I was like, she's making a joke at such a serious time. But she's like, so there it is. Claire, it is as though you feared. Oh, ma'am. Hilarious. And so she goes, what do I do when the the song I was singing was the song I liked singing, but now I know this information, and I kind of knew it, but now it's actually out there. His father will die. Um, but she's also like, I just want my son. So maybe that's all he, that's all we need is each other. Kind of like, it, like it is okay. I don't know if you've ever heard this. Trixie and Katya have said it, and while it was a joke, it was kind of serious. It's like you spent your whole life knowing you were gay. Mm. You know, yeah. give your parents five minutes. Yes, no, it, it, that's that's real. This is yeah. you, you expect immediate acceptance for. Something that someone was not prepared for, theoretically. Right. That'd be like walking up to someone and be like, by the way, I'm taking your leg from you. And then be yeah. like, what? They're like, yeah, I'm taking your leg from you. And you're like, just accept it. Just accept it. 
Why are you fighting this? Yeah. Which is not to equivocate coming out as, like, taking someone's leg. But... No, but it it, it is something that you, you do need to realize is a huge shift in perspective of people. Even if people are, um positive and loving and are open-minded it does take people a second it does and and sometimes that second lasts a little too long but and that's unfortunate yes but just give your parents time no no (laughs) i almost said it. i was like "Mm." so we're back at a rehearsal we open tomorrow. Right. The dance is a mess. Lucas, the steps are all wrong. And I think at one point she goes, we get it. You have two left feet. It's like white, two, three, white, two, three. <laughs> Which is you, BJ. Um, so it's my favorite line. With, it's so good. And she's like, my raise is, is, is going off of this. So like, that's, let's get it together. So... And then they are, she says, uh, no, she says, I'm going to do a little Pontius Pilate and wipe my and hands And wash of my hands of you. Yeah. Which is such so, a religious joke. If you don't know the Bible at all, then like. So they're trying to run a scene with Juliet, but Ivy isn't there. She's been missing rehearsals. So her understudy steps in, but she is not good. She does not know the lines. Who is it? It's Diane. Yes. Daddy Diana. Only good for the camcorder. My God. So, Jason. Nope. Peter steps in. Peter. And does Juliet's lines with Jason. And it was nice. It was good. It was good. They ran the show well. And so, Ivy comes in. Well, Sister Chantel says, y'all need this rehearsal more than I do. I'm leaving. Y'all can rehearse if y'all need to, and y'all should. And so they're kind of trying to plan a rehearsal um, as, you know, a student-led rehearsal. Yeah. And Ivy comes in, and she goes, Jason, I need to talk to you. Do you not get messages? And he goes, do you not get messages? How did people not know? And so he goes, what is it? And she goes, no, no, I can't talk to you. You need to come to my room. He goes, I have to finish my speech. She goes, look. Just fucking come to my room. And he goes, fine, I'll come. And so she, everybody's leaving. And she looks at Peter and uh, Sister Chantel says, hey, why don't we talk about what's going on? Because I've been around a block to know that you're out and proud. And so she goes, he's like, yeah, okay. And she goes, well, you don't have to say another word. And he's like, yeah, I know. She goes, you don't have to say another word. Another word. word. Now, uh-huh. I fucking love this song. This is it's such a fun song. So she goes, When when God sits on his mighty throne and says, What shall I make today? He don't grab a drawing board, ain't no mistakes. The man don't play. He simply opens up his heart. How come a tumbling works of art? Cause God don't make no trash. And he goes, Yeah, I know. And she goes, Shut up, baby, listen. Now God don't make mistakes. You see, or everyone would look like me. I fucking love that line. The self-confidence in this woman is astounding. Astounding. And I I crave it. Yes. Um, So she goes, listen, God is love. Love is what you need. God loves you. You, 
she, it's literally just a big song. He's like, this is a safe place. Like, you can talk to me. Yeah. And he goes, listen. We don't have all the answers. But the church is here for you. God has your back. And I have your back, too. You are not trash. Like, and it is something that Peter needs to hear, but, oh, if Jason had heard this, too. Yeah. Uh, that Jason absolutely should have heard this song. Yeah. So, we get all grown up. So, Ivy and Nadia talk to each other. And she's like, hey, you've been missing rehearsal. You've been, where, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And she's like, nothing. And we're just like, oh. Ivy wants the one thing she can't have. She's talking about Jason. Yeah. And she's like, you know what? I'm sick of you moping around when you've had everything because you're pretty handed to you. And Ivy says, I'd trade with you, spots with you in a fucking minute. Because, like, growing up, people, like, used me because I was pretty and, like, abused that. And then I became, like, this big joke, this, the whore, quote-unquote. But that's something y'all, that, that y'all put on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the label you gave me that I had to then grow into. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, and you know what? I... Uh -huh. What's she saying? She goes, uh, little lies and big decisions, who to tell and where to go, follow someone else's vision, or trust my own, because I don't know. I'm, how am I supposed to love this child? Pregnant. And that is odd. What? That's Spanish for pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Bruce and Broadway, in an Espanol. Uh, Amara, could you imagine? No. Um. Please don't. Um, but yeah, Ivy's pregnant from Jason. Yeah. One time. One time is all it takes. It's all it takes, baby. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, we cut to Jason. Jason's writing his speech. And he goes, Webster defines promise as a declaration or something will or will not be done. And Ivy goes, so this is... This is what you've been doing. I fucking needed to talk to you. And he goes, I understand that, Ivy, but nothing's changed. She's like, you have no idea what I'm going through. He goes, I'll say it one more time. I'm sorry I don't feel the same. We had ourselves a moment, but it's gone. Boo. Man. Boo, man. Boo. And so she goes, you know what the fuck? You got me pregnant. Put that in your fucking speech my favorite line put that in your fucking speech and he's like oh shit oh fuck oh what the fuck and nadia comes in and she's like um oh no 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 sorry sorry matt comes in and goes maybe he would love you maybe if he weren't the way that way he would treat you he wouldn't treat your feelings like his toy maybe makes you feel we're special like i always wanted to but he's already in love with a boy the secret's out this is the voice. This is the voice. No one turns around for me. Oh my god. I turn around for you. Yeah, with a block. Sabotage myself. I'm like, damn it, I can't pick to you. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, but you can pick two out of Wendy's. Man, this is a Wendy's. This is a Wendy's. So Nadia comes in and he's like, did you know? And she's like, only since this afternoon. And he's like, Magnet's pregnant. Nope. Matt says, Ivy's pregnant and your boyfriend's a dad. So what does that make you? And he's like, what the fuck? And Peter's like, what the fuck are you talking about? My boyfriend. And Jason says, listen, he knows because I told him. It was after Ivy's birthday. We were drunk. I'm sorry. No, you know what? Strike that. Reverse it. Throw my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I'm not sorry. Jason says, And Peter says, I told him at Ivy's birthday. Yes. Did I say Peter as in Jason again? Yes. Damn it. I was like, like, no, that's a big plot point. You can't confuse that. (laughs) This is Gleb all over again. Did y'all listen to Anastasia? (laughs) Honey. um, So, he goes, you know what? Fuck you, Peter. Fuck you. Once upon a time. But not by Eden Espinosa. So... (laughs) Is that Brooklyn? Yeah. So Jason sings about how once upon a time... um, He says, listen, from a God who loves me, can I turn to you in my need? So he goes, can I turn to you in my need? Would you take me back and watch me bleed? Are you... Are you there? There at all? As I fall from the person that I tried to be, could you really love someone like me? I don't know why I'm rapping. I don't know. You are, you're, you're trying to give me America's best rap group, and I'm into it. Ah, uh, and he goes, uh, he's like, I'm sad. Someone help. Bless. I'm sad. The cross. <sighs> okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. He goes to confession. Mama, this is the big one. He goes to confession and he talks to the priest. And mm. he's like, hey, um, I'm gay. Is that a problem? So he's like, hey, I'll listen to you. And it's, it's okay. Just, I know you're frightened. And I know, like, you're okay. It, it's gonna be okay. And he goes, listen, I need you to fucking answer my question. Is this okay? And he goes, you know, you know what? I'm tired of this. I sit in a dark box all day and I listen to other people's problems. No, it's not okay. So, you know what the Bible says. Repent. Uh, And I know God will forgive you. Live in his word. He will always forgive. Go now in the spirit and live. So, not really the um, Sister Chantel moment that we had earlier with... Quite the opposite. With Peter. Jason has literally the exact opposite. Um, so Lucas says, hey, I'm going to sell some more drugs. Just that's going to be on your mind. Okay. So. Um, so it's it shows the juxtaposition of the idea of nur- a nurturing God and uh, a cold God. It's an an unyielding God. New Testament versus uh, Old Testament. Yes. Yeah. Uh, But it it, it also harkens back to the idea of those with religious power as opposed to those without. And also the idea of those who preach the edicts given to them as opposed to those who understand through experience in life. Well, and also, I mean, the... (laughs) 
This is going to be very awkward. Not awkward coming from me, but like the greatest commandment is love, y'all. Like that's what God's all about. So like if that's what we're going to preach and like practice, that's preach and practice that. And that's what Sister Chantel is out here doing. She's like, listen, I know what I know what this book says, but also I know what God says. And that's on what? The red letters that Jesus said out loud. First Samuel, book 16, verse 7. Says, you better read scripture. Come on. It says, the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Ed Busha. Were you ready for that? You better speak a word here today. Come on. So basically, yes, other people will judge you. But God knows your heart. And that's the time for today. Y'all owe me $60. Um, Honey. Okay, so. Well, you know, my favorite Bible verse is Matthew 7, 1. Judge not, least thou be judged, honey. Sister Chantel, okay, so everybody, Sister Chantel says, okay, let's try to focus on opening night. Not Kira's blouse. Close it up. The buttons aren't for the show, Lady Marmalade. And so she goes, they go, Two households both alike in dignity. dignity. She goes, dignity? How about some harmony? Diane, that's it, lip sync. You, you as a director. And she I goes, mean, yeah. I'm not saying it's not me. You win. But it, but it is me. So Sister Chantel's raise rides on this. She goes, pull it together, people. And so the course actually becomes good and good and she's they're like uh they do the opening to romeo and juliet and she goes thank you awesome um and jason gets some drugs from lucas mm-hmm. and uh jason goes to peter and says i talked to father about us what if we leave what if what if we ran away and don't come back and he goes listen jason i don't want to hide anymore and i can't so stop it's over and so, Ivy and Naughty are talking. She's like, I don't feel great. And Naughty's like, I know. And she's like, Matt says, Peter, what I did, that was messed up. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. And he goes, it's done. So Jason, right before they go on, grabs Peter. And he goes, they sing Bear of Papa Opera. And he goes, uh, do you remember the day I first met you? Um... He, they're just like, listen, from the moment that we first saw each other and became roommates, they were living together. For years. Mama, a stable gay relationship in this Catholic school? Less likely than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I dated an altar boy once. Maybe. Did- and look how that ended. But don't cut that out. <laughs> cut out the first reference, but not that. Absolutely. Um, so, he's like, listen. We're good. We're, we're, we're fine. But we can't do this anymore. Mm. Mm. So, like, know that I love you. And Peter was like, I love you too. And he's like, Lit, let's go do this place. Jason coughs. The kid. Peter sobs because he is a bottom. So, 
<laughs> that's rude. It's true. Kid, it, it is true. That's top privilege is not crying over breaking up. Do you remember the day I first, yeah, met, I first you? met you? I swore it was yesterday. Oh, and at one point, Peter says, "If uh, Jason says, if prayer was the answer, I'd fall on my knees." Because, like, he wants it to work out. But, like, that's not... But he wants it to work out in his own way, not in a way that is Good truly for both of open. Them. Yes. No, no, not in a healthy way. They start doing the Queen Mab speech. I, this is my, this is my like, personal, like, BJ Shakespeare love song. Like, I love this song. Well, here's the thing. Peter kind of starts not being well. And Jason. Peter. Jason. 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 Dora. They're in a Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and so Jason No, yes, Jason says yes. Hey, Mercutio, thou's tossed nost of this nothing. And everybody's like, what the fuck did he just say? Oh, he's high. <laughs> He's high. Oh, he's 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 high. He's so high, high up on me. And then he dies. He does die after a beautiful soliloquy about Queen Mab between him and Peter. He overdoses on stage in Peter's arms. Was it by accident? I think it was by accident. I think it was too. I I think he was so stressed out, but having a baby, Peter breaking up with him, graduating, and like the confession, that like he wanted to escape, but like he, I think he accidentally overdosed. I think so too. I yeah. So okay, here's the thing. Peter goes to confession with the father. Oh. Uh. With the priest. <laughs> and the priest, song. the priest says, people come to the church in times like this for answers, but I don't have any. Most words fall empty. It's a horrible thing that happened that nobody should have to go through. Losing a friend at such a young age. Um, we shouldn't have to do it, but he's in a much better place now. And that's natural. Uh, we always ask ourselves if there's something more that could have been done. And Peter goes, do you ask yourself that, Father? Because he came to him looking for help. He came to you, and you denied him. Thrice. Come on, Peter. You better you better know some Bible. Nadia says, did you sin? <laughs> there will be tears today. But we'll go through, and you'll be there. I'll leave a chair for you. You made it, too. Because they're at graduation. Yes. And they're all like, listen, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, without you here. And Nadia's like, I will miss you. You were my brother. Ivy says, you gave me a baby. I'll figure it out. But I keep coming... That's all I can do. I keep coming back to doubt. A parable by John Patrick Stanley. Matt says, if we could take a moment. If maybe we were silent. I, I just... He doesn't know what to say. Because, like, he he feels guilt. Yeah. About this. 
And Peter was like, Peter's like, listen, our love got complicated. Should I have waited? Yes. Um, and I'll try to understand. It's just hard to find your way when you have no voice to guide you. It's sad. It's very sad. It's a sad show. It has a horrible ending. Yeah. Because it's just they're like, they're like, yeah, well, you died. So, BJ, did you have fun? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, right? Bear, it, it, when you dissect it, it sounds terrible. One, you have to listen to it because it's very catchy, it's very poppy, yes. it's fun. Um, you'll Once you listen to it, you'll be like, oh, okay, this makes far more sense. Um, but I remember the first time me, you, and Daniel discovered Bear... I don't know, like, probably back in Sable Palm. Like, let's be Yeah, real. yeah, yeah. Like, the... I just resonated with it so much. Because I was like, wow, this is a show talking about trauma that no one really talks about for gays, which is religious trauma and growing up in religious families. Yeah. And, like, the impact that that has. Because, like, I have been both Peter and Jason. I have been... The, uh, I just want happiness. I don't understand why the world is against that. And I've also been the, I have expectations of me and I have to meet them. Mm-hmm. And I can't do things that impede that expectation. Um, because God has demanded it so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's. It was very visceral at, like, 24, hearing somebody sing about a pain that I was like, y'all aren't supposed to know about this. Yeah. We don't talk about this. Um, but now that I'm older and have been through therapy, uh, you know, I, I'm smart to realize, I'm like, one, this show can be a little problematic. Because, like, you shouldn't turn to drug use for... Escapism escapism it's not healthy it's not correct i'm not here to tell you that if that's what you do you're wrong you're an adult theoretically do what you want um i'm not gonna stop you but it's also gay romeo and juliet and romeo dies they have to die yeah romeo has to die um which like i get but like also they don't have to die. Literally, they can die emotionally, which is pro- which is what happens. I mean, one, that's what happens to Peter. Mm-hmm. When Jason dies, Peter dies emotionally. Like, that's the whole point. Is like, He, like, he stops being a person. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, understandable, because the, you know, young love of your life died in your arms in front of you. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> that's rough, buddy. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I personally would have changed the ending... For them to just break up and then go their separate ways. Yeah. Because I think that would have been well, a better message to listeners. Yeah, to be like, yeah, you can survive like a great love leaving you. You can you can survive love loss. It hurts. It's not the easy it's not easy. But you can you will survive. Incredibles. Do you have anything to plug right now before we go? Every Thursday at 7.30 uh, Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time on 
uh, twitch.tv. If you could look up fandom.encounters, follow and uh, subscribe if you want. But we do a live action Percy Jackson D&D campaign. All right. Well, BJ, thank you for being here. I'll see you the next time we record. So like a person who has drunk too much in the end of every show, it's time to black out.